Who shot Johnny Bravo? Wow, it's the ending that I don't think anybody saw coming. And it's got quite a lot of people talking. But what's the perspective of someone who isn't a wrestling fan? Well, my wife isn't a wrestling fan and she'll be joining me later this episode as we'll react to the wedding of Johnny Bravo and Rosemary. Stay tuned. Welcome to Impact Oversell. Here is your host, Shuffcut, a.k.a. Shuff. Hello Impact Wrestling fans, yes indeed, this is Impact Oversell where I provide you with my honest thoughts about Impact Wrestling, not interested in bashing any other wrestling companies. Things are a bit different as you've heard at the top of the show for this episode and you would have heard from the Bound for Glory episode that I'm trying to go for a more opinion based approach and less a review approach. Right, if you haven't subscribed to the show already you can do so on your favourite podcast app and please do follow at Impact Oversell on Twitter, that's where you can get in contact with me as well as emailing feedback at impactoversell.com and before we get into the reaction of that wedding I'll just quickly run down what else happened on this week's Impact. And what a way for the show to open, Eric Young and Rich Swan brawling all around the venue, in the end resulting in a rematch that Eric Young was demanding, that Rich Swan also wanted, that Scott Demore did agree to. I'd loved during that before the rematch was made, where Scott Demore was just stating to Eric Young, look at yourself, like just really drilling home that the Eric Young we last saw in Impact, this completely 180, is completely different, the pure Eric Young this is and it's just brilliant I love that the match officially started and I really loved it on the commentary when Madison Rain was just mentioning that Rich Swan isn't ready he hasn't got his wrestling boots on and mentioning he could slip he could roll his ankle he could fall off the turnbuckle and Josh Matthews perfectly pointing out that Eric Young was manipulating Rich as he knew he would accept the rematch I just I just love that that just en- enhanced this even more in the end, it was a Phoenix Splash off the top rope, just like a Bound for Glory, resulted in Eric Young losing to Rich Swan within 72 hours. I was totally expecting Eric Young to be unhinged and even more of a world-class maniac coming out of Bound for Glory. The brawl just proved that's all he's been thinking about since Sunday. And now he's lost again. Where on earth is he going to go from here? Is he going to f- just go into a completely different gear? Loved it. Rich Swan retains. Then the new look is clearly working out for him. We find out from Havoc backstage that James Mitchell is indeed back from the dead section of the undead realm. I just loved how quick this was. Comes out of the room, boom, he's back. Nevaeh says she has a bad feeling about this. She wasn't the last person to say that during this episode. It wasn't anything extended, just boom, he's back, move on. We cut to the women in the knockouts division, at least most of them, wanting to find out information about the knockouts tag team titles. Caleb with a K finds out that Impact are posted online that there's a tournament starting in three weeks time. Everybody's in the team sort of walks off, leaves Alicia on her own, Jordan Grace comes back, teams up with Alicia to take on Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan later that night. Brian Myers goes one-on-one once again against Tommy Dreamer in a Halloween hardcore match. Halloween themes, so apples were used, even though it was insinuated that there might be razor blades in them, but I'm pretty sure they came out of a normal bag. I found that pretty funny. In the end of the match, Tommy Dreamer bites Brian Myers, says bye-bye, throws him off the top turnbuckle, into the drawing pins and candy corn, only for a two-count. Dreamer sets up a table, Brian Myers drives Tommy Dreamer into the drawing pins, and Brian Myers just screaming to Tommy that it's his last match ever that he's done. And the second most surprising fact of the night, the first being that Johnny Bravo got shot, was that Swaggle was in the rubbish bin. 
That explains why both were struggling to pick up the rubbish bin. Also, how often do you see a rubbish bin and a traditional wrestling silver garbage can? It was right in front of us, I guess? Barbecue tongs to the groin of Brian Myers and a Death Valley driver from Tommy Dreamer onto Brian Myers through the table. Brian Myers definitely isn't going to be pleased that he lost and the fact that Swaggle interfered. This storyline may be far from over at the moment. Myers was so desperate just to finish Tommy Dreamer. Passion he was showing that he wants to finish Tommy Dreamer that he's done. He is not going to be pleased. So this might carry on into future episodes I think. Rhino and Heath backstage loved how Rhino was holding the Cordy Shot Golden Trophy. They're sort of playing the fact that Heath's not really injured. Heath maybe don't post to Twitter about your injury then? Rhino mentioned that he's got a year to call his shot, but him, but they're gonna go for the tag team titles. They're just pretending that basically nothing happened. I love the detail that in order to continue to hide that Heath isn't injured, once they sent G away, Rhino was motioning to the camera crew just to cut filming. Like that. Falabar gets cornered by Reno Scrum. Social distancing is the line of the night from Falabar once he was cornered. Hernandez is basically confronting him, Falabar says he doesn't have the money, he stole it for Johnny Bravo, the rip open his shirt, he hasn't got the money, he was hiding it down his pants. Still doesn't want to put it in the bank account, but he'll put it down his pants. And again, this segment ends with Falabar now saying, I have a bad feeling about this. Very Star Wars. Triple XL get the win over the Rascals. The Rascals in the end went to Superplex Larry. AC tries to break it up, so Wentz jumps off the top rope, but AC floors him with a punch. Larry D then gets the pinfall after he dives off the top rope for a splash. A barrister wants the knockout's title to be awarded to Diana, so stripping it from Sue Young. He was speaking to Scott D. Moore backstage with the barrister being accompanied by Diana Peraza and Kimberly. Scott D. Moore says he's basically going to go to the ring get this sorted out now. Before we cut to that, Motor City Machine Guns are getting interviewed. Triple XL claim they're the number one contenders, they don't want to hang around while they wait for Alex Shelley to become healthy. Okay, fair enough. Triple XL come back in shortly afterwards and crush Alex Shelley. I like this attitude from Triple XL. Don't care, boom, why should they wait? Get straight in there. They've made their intentions known. We go to the ring with Scott D. Moore. In the end of all of this, Diana accepts Scott D. Moore's proposal about a rematch with Sue Young instead of going through the whole court process about of stripping Sue Young off a, of a championship. I was surprised that the Diana Peraza characters were sort of went down this route about trying to win things through the court system and not competing in the ring. I was like, oh yeah, Scott, you're talking complete sense and finally I'm glad Diana saw that as well. Otherwise it would have seemed very odd to me. But what I didn't expect was Sue Young to come down to the ring once the rematch was announced. She grabs the solicitor. She grabs Kimberly. She missed Scott D. Moore in the face. Diana goes to break it up, but then she's caught with the mandible claw. Sue Young is vicious. She can cause carnage. Will she change in between the two characters again? Could be fun to play with. Susie at one point did say she'd know she's Sue Young, but she prefers to be good. Huge fan of Sue Young. I'm a huge fan of Rosemary. Personally, I would like to see those two on a separate note as tag team knockouts, tag team champions. However, Rosemary and Tyre are a good pairing, as we've seen them for quite a while now on Impact. Backstage, the Rascals are with Willie Mack and Impact Champion Rich Swan, and Moose just comes up out of nowhere. And this is what I was intrigued. What is Moose going to do? He's going straight for confronting Rich Swan. He states he's still got the Legacy Impact Championship, the TNA title. 
and that makes him the best and Rich Swan the second best. And things get personal, Moose just claiming Rich Swan is just happy with whatever he's given because he's had a poor upbringing, a rough upbringing, the rascals basically have to pull him back out of the way. Wee Matt wants to go one on one with Moose, he says he'll do it on his time. Moose is all suited up, he means business, he's going straight for a Rich Swan. Looks like they might be building towards a program between the two. Sort of maybe merging these titles, even though, they, as I've said before, the Teenage Championship is just a previous physical iteration of the current Impact Championship. And then we cut back to the Rascals and Rich Swan. Rich Swan goes into his locker room area, I guess, and Sammy Callahan is there with Ken Shamrock. States to Rich Swan that they know they don't talk much these days, but Rich Swan will be hearing from him a lot more going forward, as well as Ken Shamrock. Very intrigued by this. Rich Swan has got people coming to him left, right, and center. We've got Moose, we've got Ken Shamrock, we've got Sammy Callahan. He's got a target on his back. And we've got the history there already. They've built it up previously in the rivalry. We've seen that explained and built up previously. They could pick up where they left off. But you add in heel Ken Shamrock, and things could get very ugly. The only follow we really got with the Exhibition Championship match at Pound for Glory was Rohit. He was in the back. Clearly, there's supposed to be a party going on. Jimmy Jacobs shows up. He's the first guest there. Reminds Rohit that he stole them victory. That leaves him getting booted out. That was it. Nothing else. There's no one else seemingly challenging him at this point. I'm sure we'll come to that with time. I'm just loving the Rohit character at the moment. Love to see more from him um, in episodes going forward. Still backstage, Johnny Bravo has heard that Hernandez is out for him. And he's and he just... Oh, right in the fields. Right in the fields to Falabar. States that he's dead to him. Yikes. Johnny Swinger, he's got a bad feeling about this now. Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles against Jordan Grace and Alicia. I loved Alicia just doing the muscle pose during the entrance and at parts in the matchup. And I really, really liked the fact that it was being emphasised that the fact that they're a new team pairing up for the first time and all the miscues, it was done really nicely. You're not going to get a team just put together going to defeat Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles, but they deliberately showed some people just can't bond straight away they're not going to have that chemistry and this led to them losing the matchup Tasha Steeles put Jordan Grace in the corner and she's getting punched by Tasha Alicia runs towards the corner but Tasha sidesteps resulting into Alicia hitting Jordan Grace which then allows Tasha to get a roll-up pin and the victory for the matchup and also Alicia at the end of the matchup it looked like to me she was blaming Jordan why it's not Jordan's fault that Tasha's side stepped out of the way. And I just loved Kiera and Tasha's deals in the background. Like, all right, you two can just go ahead and do your thing in the ring and like pick up each other. We're out of here. We won the match. Willie Mack was then stopped outside by, I think, the same guy who Moose asked a while ago, do you know where EC3 is? Before he went to the room at the end of the episode, post credits, so to speak, to find out that Moose was pretty much stalking him. He's recording um, a video message for this guy's nephew on his phone and I loved it before this. You saw a passerby and he must have seen Moose because he sort of looks surprised and gets out of the way. And shortly afterwards, Moose just hits Willie Mack with the title belt. So it looks like Moose may be focusing on Willie Mack first. And you've got Rich Swan and Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan separately. There was also another segment where Ethan Page and Josh Alexander were taking the role of the Good Brothers, being the storytellers in the back. Basically stating, how would you feel if you spent all this money on the Good Brothers and they lose a tag team title match? And then Luke Gallows gets all in the face of Ethan Page about about Ethan Page being a karate man and just mocking Ethan Page. Ethan Page's facial expressions here, love it. You can tell he is PO'd. He just straight up slaps Luke Gallows 
and there's a brawl um, and they get pulled apart like fair enough he disses uh, martial arts I'm guessing Ethan Page he's probably a martial artist in karate I'm guessing slaps up Luke Gallows boom done you don't mess with me you don't say that about me you don't mock me done they're the champions I didn't see this as a heel move he was just he was just defending himself if anything to me this looked like the good brothers were being the heels just mocking Ethan Page why I was with Ethan on this one this is probably the start of a program between the two very much looking forward to it right the final segment for the wedding itself we've got Ty trying to explain to Rosemary that Bravo is out of control that he's been such a groomzilla Rosemary states that they got something much better in mind for Bravo than leaving him at the altar and in this case Ty says she's got a bad feeling about this and just to draw the point home about everybody saying it Alicia says why does everyone keep saying that Alicia asks why does everyone keep saying that I also liked it when Madison Rain said historically wrestling weddings don't go well together. Well, I guess unless you're older being Eric Young. Also, was it Brian, was it Braxton Stutter and Maria Kanagis? I think. Right. So that's everything leading up to the main event, the wedding. And I've learned my lesson. I posted it on at Impact Oversell on Twitter. That I've learned my lesson about not opening Twitter before I've watched Impact because hashtag who shot Bravo. You see that, you know that's what's happened. There's no denying it. So I saw the video as well that was going around where the lights go out and Bravo is shot. However, I didn't see the whole segment. So right now I'm going to be watching the segment in full with my wife, who isn't a wrestling fan, to get her perspective as we react to Who Shot Bravo. Hello, Mrs. Shufkin. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Shufkin. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Thanks. Can we call it a studio? Um, I see it every day. Okay. I think you can. That's fine, we'll call it a studio. Mm -hmm. So, the wedding between Rosemary mm -hmm. and Johnny Bravo. Okay. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. You saw the proposal. I did. In Wrestle House. Uh-huh. Where you asked why there was such bad oh. audio quality. <laughs> yeah. And then they transported from one venue to another, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the same one? Yeah, those okay. two. So everyone says they've got a bad feeling. Okay. Okay. He's just walking in. Are these the bridesmaids? <laughs> the Dinas. Okay. They got woolly hats. They look like they're already drunk. <laughs> okay. Where are the rose petals? The oh, that's hilarious. Why the Michelin man? The Michelin man. What's I don't the, know oh, no, that's supposed to like the Ghostbuster yeah. thing. Something right? like that. I don't remember from earlier on. Fallow bars underneath that. Okay. <laughs> I think. So yeah, I ruined this for myself on, on it's Twitter. Funny that so I know what happens at the end. But okay. <laughs> as you're a non-wrestling fan, uh -huh. I want your points on it. You were going to say? I was going to say it's funny that that girl's wearing a red dress with a veil, given that in so many cultures, brides wear red. Yeah. And she's, she's wearing what brides would wear, but red. Okay. So this is probably... Brides coming in? Oh, no, this is James Mitchell. Okay. So he's the officiator. Okay. Officiator? A officiant? I don't know. He, he was brought, he's the he was brought back from kind of the dead. Okay. So he was stabbed okay. by Sue Young. Uh-huh. No, stabbed by um, no, uh, Havoc. Okay. And um, in the undead realm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, this uh, is <laughs> very and complicated. Then he, he woke up in like a 
alternate thing afterwards. And I oh, his eyebrows are something else. He's always, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. I like his entrance music. <laughs> so I've not seen this, I've just saw that seen the ending. I've not seen the builder. Okay. He's uh, kind of stealing the bride's thunder. It's James Mitchell. <laughs> Since when do the wedding officiants or registrars get their own entrance music? If, if you're music? James Mitchell, you do. <laughs> oh, okay, we go. Is that the bride? Yes. Okay. okay. With Crazy Steve. So they used to you be see? together in a team okay. a while back, years ago. Okay, so he's kind of her family. Yeah. Is this an outfit, is her outfit different to what she normally wears? This is, yes. Okay. Cool. She's just smiling gently. I wouldn't say she's beaming. <laughs> she's a demon. Oh, okay. So that's she's a big a thing for her, smiling that much. Okay. The closest she got to a human friend was somebody mm-hmm. called... Um, it was the bunny. And is her um, groom a demon too? No, he's just a... Human. He was an on-screen referee. Okay. And then he was Taya Valkyrie, the, who was the... The red dress girl. in the red dress. Mm-hmm. Sort of a manager kind of thing. Here we go. Okay. Look at all their outfits. We are gathered here today <laughs> to join two wretched souls... In unholy, <laughs> I like that unholy one. Virginal Johnny Bravo. <laughs> what do you think of his suit? <laughs> I think you should get that that these vows <laughs> should not go forward. Really? No, sparkly. Or forever. Is anyone going to speak up? No. no. Well, mm. you dodged that trope. Okay, now. He's very relaxed after just being bought back. Oh, he's literally just come back from the dead, like right now. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Earlier on. He's looking pretty good for someone that was dead and is now alive. (laughs) Kind of dead. He was trapped somewhere there. Okay. He got killed in the dead realm. He goes somewhere else. Okay. Look at the earmuffs. (laughs) Oh, she's not impressed. He's called you creepy and kooky. And you're my little gargoyle. I don't think those what are compliments. What that means for you and I, and he... I mean nobody okay. is going to ruin this day for me. It's a bit threatening. <laughs> I'm not sure those things he said were supposed to be nice. Damn. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> Get it? I'll be damned because he was. Rosemary, please recite your vow. Of eternal love. What's she gonna do? And now, the reigns we bore the halls. We is just her. No one left to hear. She has different entities. Okay. Okay. Or the next. Can stop us from getting what we want. What is it that she wants? I don't think she wants to marry him. And then looking around again. So far, so good. (laughs) All right. Okay. I would like to now. This is all a bit dodge. Just Call saying. over the ring imp. Please, ring, ring imp. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Your rings on one another's hands. I'm not exactly sure how you can do that, Rosemary, but... <laughs> She's already got go. notes. <laughs> Look how nervous you are. That's so cute. <laughs> you want to stab? 
We do. Oh, okay. I didn't well, see then. that coming. And now, I thought she was just going to say no. Why? Don't know. She doesn't seem like it. She's all that into him. I now pronounce you man. This oh. is where I've seen it from. Okay, they're married. Yes, the demon. <laughs> Will he become a demon too? <laughs> oh. Okay. Gunfire. A bit early for fireworks. <laughs> He's been oh. shot. But why? Is it him? No, don't it. No! <laughs> what? What demon just happened? He was shot. Why? There were probably a lot of people after him, including... Um, but why? Because he's marrying Rosemary? Well, the previous segments, he's sort of leading up to like people not liking him. Him being a bridezilla or groomzilla. Someone called Hernandez thought that he has the money that was stolen from him by Falabar. I don't and, know. But if it's about money, why shoot him on the stage? I don't know. But the lights went out and everything. So your reaction to this? Uh, confused. <laughs> Enjoyable? Uh, it's like a it's like a drama, really. It's, mm-hmm. it's like watching a soap opera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But she said, so Rosemary was saying something about that she had a plan before when she was talking to Tyre. Tyre. Mm-hmm. What did she mean? Did she look that upset to you when he was shot? No, she didn't. She's just stood there. Like you would think that. But she's Rosemary. Was she really? Be but upset? who was? But she just married him. Mm-hmm. And who was that? Um, who was that guy who sat down to, to be all dramatic about him being shot? Tommy Dreamer. He's okay. a good guy. Tommy no Dreamer. No, no, so but why was he checking on on Johnny Bravo He's and not his but why didn't his now wife demon wife? Good point. Good point. I think this is all suspicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. So for a wrestling show and weddings mm. don't normally go to plan. I think that was quite entertaining. <laughs> they well they kind they kind of gave you the warnings before, didn't they? But did you expect mm. someone to be shot? Because he's like no. dead now. Do you know, I honestly thought Apparently. that they would all just break out into a wrestling match. <laughs> oh, okay. You know how like in old school wrestling, when um, when like the rock and stuff were mm-hmm. in wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and then there'd be people having a moment, and then suddenly everything would stop, and you'd get the entrance music for some other player, yeah. and they would make a dramatic entry, and then there would be a wrestling match. I thought it'd be something like that. Okay. Um, but you didn't expect someone to be shot. No, no, I didn't. No, yeah, but I think that uh, it's someone that was on the stage that did it. The gunshot came from the distance. So you saw the flash. We we don't really see it though. You do. do. You? you saw the the gun flash. It was from further. Well, away. you kind of see it in the middle of the screen. You don't see that it's from. Yeah, far but away. if you see the camera angle, this is like. Did you watch Walking Dead? No. Okay, no. so that gun. Who killed? Negan killed whoever. So the next few episodes are not going to be about who killed Johnny Bravo. Are you intrigued to find out? But also, is he dead or is he going to also come back? Like the... He was shot in the normal world. He's not, he's not uh, been shot in the undead realm. Okay. Yeah. okay. 
Also, what a like uh, sudden ending for his character. He might be traveling to hospital. I don't know. I mean, he uh, might make it. I'm I'm checking Vera. He might not die. Maybe. Perhaps. Let me just check. Also, the fact that none of them are actually checking that he's alive and administering first aid. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need some first aid training. It's just who shot Bravo? <laughs> yeah, they're not even like is like, Bravo no! alive. <laughs> Yeah, my first concern would be, bravo, you okay, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Not, who shot you, bro? <laughs> that was, yeah, when you put it like that, that's kind of funny. So they showed on Twitter him getting shot. It, uh, that, this out is spoiled for myself. Johnny uh, Bravo was shot. Oh, okay. I mean, you can't even avoid spoilers if you see who shot Bravo, but I shouldn't mm-hmm. have opened Twitter. Who do you think they did? Her. Tyree. You think it was Tyre? Tyre. Yes. Here it is again. That's him talking. But it's just there in the middle. You don't actually see it, see whether it's in the distance or not. See, it's on the stage. Hmm. I love this bit. <laughs> no! <laughs> you mean I love it. So anything else, Mrs. Shovkut? Final thoughts? I don't have any thoughts. Okay. <laughs> did did the um was the eyebrow man's name? James Mitchell. Okay. Did James Mitchell ever have anything against Johnny Bravo? No. Okay. I don't think so. He's got no reason to be against him. Rosemary okay. and Johnny Bravo weren't. Their relationship was starting when he was around. It was after he okay, was. Okay, okay. I don't I don't think I know the characters well enough to have any thoughts about who might have done it. But it was all Are you intrigued to find out? Yeah. Um it was all a little bit of an interesting uh interaction between all of them because they were all a little bit weird, you know. Their body language didn't really go with what was happening. Hmm. You know, I mean uh their vows were a bit strange. But that's then they're strange the characters, aren't they? Rosemary, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that's it. And You're going to marry a demon. Yeah, but also, like, Tyre was trying to warn her, but what was she trying to Warning warn her that about? Bravo's become like a... He was basically... last segment that he had with Tyre was that he's going to wear the pants in the relationship and he's going to do... Rosemary's going to do everything that he says. Ah, and that kind of... Um, I think that kind of goes with the way he was saying his vows as well. So maybe he has more enemies than you think. Maybe he's annoyed more people than they've actually told us. He, he has, for sure. And maybe he's not dead yet. I mean, despite the fact that he had no first aid, <laughs> he might actually get to the hospital and make it. And then you might find out with time who hated him and stuff. My thoughts are uh, interesting wedding. Um. Love the costumes because they are out of the world, out of this world, and interesting interactions. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, darling. I guess at the end of the day, that's what Impacts wants. They want people talking about it. They want people intrigued to find out what happens next. And it was entertaining. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please follow at Impact on Twitter. As I said, that's how you can contact me directly as well, as well as emailing feedback at impactoversell.com. Until next time, stay safe and have a groovy day.